What's up, spooky bitches? I'm Jasmine. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is Witches, Witches Get Stitches. We still don't have intro music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm just gonna end up making one that's just me singing Goofy in the beginning, and that's gonna be our intro music. We could have, no, we could do like an actual one and then that at the end. Yes. That'd be perfect. I love that. Okay. If you have recommendations, let us know. Also, we got to 50 followers on Instagram. What? You don't even know about this, because you're not on it, which is also why you don't know this week's topic, because I've been posting about it. I didn't have to do any research this week. I'm so happy. They know. Anyone that's on Instagram knows, because oh. I gave hints as to what this week's topic is, knowing you're not on inst- on our Instagram. <laughs> so don't go looking. <laughs> no. Okay, fine. <laughs> No, we hit 50 followers today, and it's great. And I feel like a lot of these people follow us, but don't listen. Probably. So, like, I want to make a post being like, hey, get your ass over to the podcast. Stop just following us on Instagram. I think that's a good idea. Because I'm talking about the episodes and what we're doing, and then no one's hearing it. Which, I will say, first episode, don't listen to it. It's a really bad audio. So, now it's better. Um, we have, we still only, we still only have Instagram, because I haven't felt like making anything else yet. Maybe I could be productive and make us a Facebook page. Maybe. I'll probably figure it out before you do. You're damn right. (laughs) And I've been stalking all the people that are listening to us, and we have people from California, someone from Colorado, Kansas, Iowa, I wonder who that is. I may or may not have gone on there to make sure it was there. Now I'm a listener. Oh my god. And one of them is Eddie. One of them is my boyfriend. Uh, Illinois. Ohio. Oh, Ohio. I did not know there was one from Ohio. Oh, hi! Oh. Washington, or... Is it what? Where is it? it? It's not... So that's Washington, D.C. This is West Virginia. I'm not talking about Washington State. Texas... Trinidad and Tobago, because those are put together on this map. The Republic of Congo. Um, my dogs are barking. Yay. Brussels, Germany, and the Ukraine. That's where all of our listeners are from, because I have to list that out. Why not? We appreciate you. We do. We really do. And I get excited every time I see another little dude. It's cool that we have people, like, all over the world, though. That's what I think is really cool. I know. We don't have that many, but, like, they're there. Because we've had 29 people, 29 separate listens and views on our podcast. That's interesting. That's really cool. Whether it's only five minutes or the whole episode, I don't know. (laughs) Um, anyways. I don't think we have any other announcements because we're just, we're here where we are. We're alive. Thankfully. Speaking of, how's your day? (laughs) I just worked a 10-hour fucking shift, and now I am having a glass of wine and recording a podcast with my best friend. Because what else would you do after acts somehow, not on purpose, working an extra 45 minutes? I got stuck. You did get stuck. I, I left watching you stand there while she was showing you stuff, and she I'm like, wow. She was showing me how to pleat yeah. the covers, because that's what I do. I do something really, something everyone would think is really boring, and I make books, but I don't think it's boring. But We I, have talked about the books. I know. 
But I was pleading covers for 45 minutes. Only two covers. Two covers. But also, I am really new at it, so it took me forever. Even though they could have just had the person who knows how to do it take 15 minutes and we both could have been out of there. But also, my paycheck's gonna be nice. So am I really that mad about it? It is gonna be nice. Because guess but... what? I can buy a bunch of yarn to start your fucking present. That's true. I still have no idea what I'm gonna fucking make. I, uh, I already know. I know you know. That's Eddie, like... Speaking of, Eddie was like, she told me what it was. And I was like, no, she fucking didn't. I don't talk to And him. he's like, she's gonna say that she didn't be just to throw you off. Like, I'm like, I know for a fact she didn't fucking tell you, dude. Because you know I don't talk to him. Exactly. Like, he's not gonna know what it is. I know, but he's like, she told me what it is. It's not what you think it is. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. It probably is, honestly. What I think it is? Probably, I'm I don't know. I'm not gonna guess because I No, don't, don't guess because I don't want you to know. Anyways, how was your week? How was your day? Day, week, weekend, whatever. Uh, I don't know. We had an order of like almost 200 ornaments that's not even done. Is that the porcelain one? No, because oh. those take even longer and like to mess up all the time. It's, like, because we have, like, one-sided and double-sided on the lasers, like, that we do. These ones, they weren't one-sided. Every single one was two-sided. So that means, like, attaching and, like, mounting the paper, the prints to both sides, preparing both sides, cutting them all out, because we have a lot of extra cut out already of the one-sided. Not the three-sided. Or two-sided, not three-sided. Three-sided would be, like, a prism. Anyways, my, on top of me working a 10 hour day, because I'm going to interrupt you and talk more about myself. Do it. What else do I do? <laughs> my mom has a severe respiratory infection, um, even though, and her immune system is terribly low after her skin removal surgery. So Which she, she still has gaping wounds from. <laughs> she has a drain in her wounds on her back right now. And on top of that, she has RSV. And then my grandma just tested positive for COVID today. So it's so great. My all of the things happening all at once. My and your dog eating plastic. Oh. What's new? That's true. I just heard crunching and I'm like, she doesn't have any chews. What's I going on? My brain was did, did not. I thought it was register. a chew for a sec. It wasn't. But so with my whole family being sick, I'm doing literally nothing for Thanksgiving. My boyfriend's coming down tomorrow night to see me but other than that I have nothing to fucking do on Thanksgiving because my whole family's sick so I'm gonna make honestly that makes it a nice ass Thanksgiving though I don't think I've ever been able to just chill out on a holiday without having family shit no no sorry what were you saying about work <laughs> I don't have anything else to I mean, say about oh, work so you were done and I, I was done I was interrupting you Okay. It was pretty much just, I didn't work as long as you, but it was still just a day. It was a long and slow and boring day. And then we don't work Thursday, because Thanksgiving. But then we we also work Friday, and then we also work Sunday. I might not have to, but it, there's a more than likely chance that I do work Sunday. Oh, you're probably We'll probably get to. slammed on Friday and have to come in. Well, yeah, Black Friday sales. Everyone's going to buy from the Black Friday I was wanting to go Black Friday, Friday shopping, but guess who's not going to get to do that? I wanted to go to the fucking mall up in insert name here but 
Because I'm not about to triangulate our location. <laughs> we are in the Midwest. That's all they need to know. Exactly. I was about to say it, but I caught myself. Well, I actually, I think I've already, like, outed the fact that it's Iowa. <laughs> well, now you did. <laughs> no, I did earlier. Because I said there's two from Iowa. One's me and one's your boyfriend. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, no. Well, what are you working on crochet-wise? Christmas shit. That's it. That's, it's blankets, finishing blankets, because I have a bunch of partial ones that I started that I need to finish that are Christmas presents, and then other shit, and, like, just, my list is lower, because, like, wonderfully, I cut off, like, 75% of my family, so I have, like, much shorter list of shit to make this year, <laughs> because I don't. They're all assholes, so I don't want to be around them. So they don't get gifts from me anymore. What about you? What are you working on? Um, I'm still working on my evolutions, but... Of course, always. Always. I am currently also trying to crochet some stocking stuffers, so I don't... I'm, like, worried to state what I... I told my mom, so I'm not going to say what I'm making my mom about on the podcast in case she decides to listen. Probably won't ever, but just in case... I'm making her something Christmas-themed. Um, my grandma and grandpa, I'm making my grandma a little snowman and my grandpa a little Yeti for stocking stuffers because I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we spent how much money on yarn, so why not use the yarn I need to, to make them? I have so much yarn, it's ridiculous. I might as well use it. Yeah, that's my exact train of thought there. And then my sister, she's been egging me about, or begging me? About a toothless and a light fury little plushies. So I found this sweet, cute little pattern on Etsy. I can't remember who it's by. But I'm going to make her those. And then my aunt, every year I make her a Winnie the Pooh character. She's getting towards the end of what I can make. So she's to this year, she's either getting Kanga and Rue or Rabbit and Lumpy. I haven't decided which yet. But I'm leaning more towards Kanga and Rue since they're a together type of thing. I think that'd be adorable. I do too. You could have like little buttons or something so they can hook together too. I thought about just making them and then I'm gonna make the pouch like open on Kanga so that she Yeah, but it also is open. But, but I'm not gonna make put... Rue small enough that he can fit inside because that's just too much work for my poor yeah. fingers. Well that's also like you could make it like they attach, like at in the pouch. I thought about just making them hold hands. <laughs> that, that seems works really too. simple. That's a lot easier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just hit the table like I said I wasn't going to. <laughs> Damn it. It's okay, the table likes to move really easily. Yeah, we'll just blame the table. At worst. Damn we... you, Eno. <laughs> it's all her fault. It's all the dogs. At worst, we could put the cricket down there so it like holds the table next to the wall. It's because I this chair sits up too high. I wonder if I can. Yeah, you can lower the chair, Jamie. <laughs> it's your chair. No, it's not. Yeah, that is this, your chair. Oh, that's why it's so comfy. I was gonna say this, this is, is my, my brother's chair. like sixty dollar chair that he gave me, and now he wants it back, and I told him no. I this don't is know a where big butt. This is like a like quote unquote for large people kind of chair that Nico had at his house and never liked. Like he didn't want to bring it with him, and I'm like, I like that more than the hundred and fifty dollar chairs. Like we bought a set. I like this more. Four hundred dollar chair. I will say it's really fucking nice. Just for it's for sitting in long periods of times because he used to stream. Uh-huh. Like he used to be pretty. I won't say famous, but pretty popular in Brazil for like gaming well streaming. Um, 
And he was also really ready to help us on the recording and stuff. If you yeah. hear pouring, it's me pouring a glass of wine. Because what else are we going to pour? Now I need to finish mine. Um, so yeah, um, projects are going good. I haven't started Christmas. I basically started writing down the pattern so I don't have to use the battery on my phone. Uh, which I find really helpful. I also like looking at things in my own handwriting. I'm very anal about that. Anyways. And I don't, because I hate my handwriting. I love how I'm like, oh, I need to chug this to catch up to you. I've already had two glasses. Yeah, bitch, I'm Before catching up to you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to drink this so fast so we can, like, be on the same level, but I'm already ahead. Wow, this intro's a lot shorter than our past ones. What are we going to do? Well, actually, it's not that short, because last time, why it seemed so long was because um, we recorded ten minutes of us on the phone with our friend. Oh. And then I cut all of that out. I forgot we had that conversation. <laughs> and I had recorded it. That's why it showed the time on there. Actually, our last episode went down, it was a two hours and ten minutes, and I cut it down to an hour and 27. I was going to say, you cut it down to at least, like, 30 minutes off at least. Yeah, it was closer to 40. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, now, today's topic. Getting into the potatoes. We're not even getting the potatoes. I keep complaining to her because she does not know what our, the topic is this week. I do oh, not have to do anything. No, she had to do even less than she usually does. And <laughs> next week might be the same. Next week will be the same because I didn't even finish. Even if I did finish the notes, it's too much. Here's the thing. You can cut this part out totally, but we need to figure out our next topic so I have even more time to research and remember to cite things. Um, I'll tell you what I'm, what we should do as our next topic leading out from this topic. Okay, sounds good to me. That is my plan. Okay, cool. Okay. Literally, the, our topic from this one should be into the next one. So Perfect. As I was doing this, I was like, that's a great idea. So... The thing is, I'm supposed to know what this is, but I don't know what it is. What it is. So, I know, it's, but I don't. Yeah. It's something she likes, something she's talked about, but I didn't tell her what I'm doing, and I told her it's going to be, like, I have given her no clues, no hints, no nothing, and she doesn't look at the Instagram, which I have made posts about, a post about it on the Instagram. Well, here's the thing. Now, you're not going to be able to do that because you know damn well I'm about to go follow the Instagram. I know. There's just going to have to be days where I block you from the Instagram so you can't look. That's fucking me. <laughs> but I can because you don't have access to the login. <laughs> Which, actually, you do. But... I do. <laughs> I can always just change the password. <laughs> you hear this? She's trying to exclude me from the own podcast of our own making. It's only so you don't know the topics all the time. But when it's, like, I'm already going to know most of the time anyways. Okay, but also these times. It's, like, these times where I can post about it and you don't know. And I'll make sure you don't know. I could never do this with you because I'm, I'm going to accidentally blurt it out in one of oh, our conversations. Oh, I have almost accidentally blurted it many times. I know, you almost did it tonight with Nika. I know, because <laughs> I do research on my breaks at work and you come on to break. But I purposely don't look. I know, you don't, but I almost say something that completely gives it away. That's fair. And I'm really trying not to. <laughs> Anyways. Like, even the title on my notes page does not exactly say what it is. It's a complete abbreviation. What is the topic? What do you think it is? Well, I'm asking... Like, so last week we did Norse Norse creatures. I have a feeling it's going to be true crime, because I know you. You do know me. It is true crime. It is. 
I want to guess already, but I don't want to guess so early on. Here's the thing. You can guess, and we'll just be like, we'll see you later. So. H.H. Well, Holmes. I don't know. I don't I'm not know. telling you shit. <laughs> God damn it. I have a feeling I guessed it right away. I did, didn't I? I can't keep shit hidden, okay? Oh, I did. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to talk about A.J. Thomas. Fucking hell. I wish I could lie to you. I'm really bad <laughs> at so it. You're so bad at lying to me. Because literally, I even had a whole setup and I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew, I think I said one thing wrong earlier today that gave you the slightest hint to what it was. No, I just kind of knew this whole time. Like, I didn't know, no, but, like, I had a feeling. I was like, I've been wanting to do H.H. Holmes on a podcast since we talked about doing the podcast. Well, also, even a week, like, last week we listened to, and that's why we drinks for, like, episode okay. on H.H. Holmes. And we also listened to Morbids, and so I'm like, we gotta do our own. And then for me, doing research, I've been listening to last podcast on the left to get information because, honestly, they have more information and, like, more parts compared to Morbid and then that's why we drink. So, I'm still going to lean into this like you have no idea what's going on. That's, no, that is more than okay. <laughs> because, That was wow. the plan. I, I wasn't supposed to guess it right away. <laughs> so... For those of you that don't know H.H. Holmes, I have some trigger warnings. Even from what you've heard, there's a lot of stuff that, like, you don't really hear about. I feel like I don't know a lot of stuff, even though he's my... Okay, this is my... So what do you know? That's the question. What do you know? Um, the the bare minimum. I know... I know that he was basically the... America's first serial killer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that we know of, obviously. The first, that, like, record. Yeah, the recorded. first big, notable, oh my fuck. He built the, basically, the murder castle, the mm-hmm. murder hotel. Um, he had a bunch yeah. of wild ways of killing people and hiding the bodies and getting away with it. And basically he got caught for an insurance mm-hmm. scam. Um, but I, ba- I don't know the intense details on some of the murders. I know that he did a lot of gas chambers. Um, he killed a lot of children, um, so trigger warning on that if you guys don't like kids. I'll get all into the in-depth trigger warnings okay. too, because I have more. Good. Um, but, yeah, I know the, like, I know the bare minimum, even though he's, I know it sounds funky or weird or probably disturbing, but he's my favorite, um, Okay, but killer. he's in line with, like, Jack the Ripper. Which was happening at the exact same time. Can I cover Jack? That's what I was going to say we should do next. We should do a a split one where we both talk about it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with doing a split one on Jack. Well, we do the research together and combine it, and then we we decide who talks about what. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, Um, I've I've been wanting to cover him, too. Yeah, I don't know anything about that one. So, he comes... You don't know anything? No, I... No. Oh, there's so much. I know. I even played a game that was like, like, find the killer. Like, you have to, like, be the... I don't know anything about Jack. I played a game, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like finding Jack. So, you have to... You're the police, or, like, either the bad guy. You don't know who the bad guy is. No, that's why his name's Jack. So, that's, like, John Doe. John Doe, yeah. Jack. The Ripper. Because they don't know so. who it is. Okay, that's amazing. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm so fascinated by this stuff. It's a no. weird curiosity. Just wait until we get into it because I do know. I mm-hmm. So I'll probably end up doing a lot of the base in-depth research. I'll probably, it'll probably be I do a lot of the in-depth research and you are doing research to add to it. Or you do the in-beginning be and I add okay. to it. But like, 
I think we, like, we'll just say that it's our conjoined research. It's gonna be. Because it's gonna be, but... And we'll both know what it all is, but no, this... I think we should write something up. Oh, yeah. Together. So, so with homes, before we get into this, trigger warnings on animal abuse and death. What kind of animals? A lot. Dogs? A lot. Oh, I'm not gonna fully go into it yet. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like fucking Christine in this episode. I'm gonna be going. <gasps> <laughs> An insane amount of, which I will say it's more beginning and end kind of thing, of child abuse. I knew that part. And child death. I knew that. More than what you know, I'm thinking. Okay. There's more. Oh, God. Um, murder and torture of mostly women. At least from what I have here, it's women. I know um, that. There yeah. is, there are men involved, but most of what we know is women. Okay. Especially because, um, I haven't said this yet, but it is going to be a two-parter because I went in doing this research not realizing how much detail there was even to his life before the castle. The meat and potatoes I've been talking about is the castle. <gasps> so there's more. I have three pages of notes before the castle. Okay, cool. Um, that's all of his life leading I up. I love the nitty gritty before the, like, before yeah. the killings. And that's so much worse, I feel like. Because, like, knowing all this stuff, like, about Dahmer before all of it. Which, last podcast on the left, constantly compares him to Dahmer. Really? Because he basically did a lot of the same things and had a very similar childhood. Mm-hmm. Kind of. He kind of had a similar childhood. To where it's, like... Pretty much he did all these things to bodies, and there is necrophilia involved once we get into the meat and potatoes I didn't of know it all. That. Um, that is much closer, like, later on to the end, because pretty much where my notes have gotten to, it took me three, four pages to get to the castle. And then also that's talking about, like, so he was in Chicago for all of this. The murder castle was in Chicago. Okay. Chicago, um, Illinois? Yes. Yes. I'm so sad that I can't visit it. Is that fucked up? It's fucked up. I, yes, uh, for those who don't know, it is now a USPS post office. Okay, one of my goals in life is for me and you to visit, like, really haunted places. Yes. Honestly, I would love to and also record episodes in those places. Like, that place in Vegas, was it? That, um... Zach Baggins? The Zach Baggins Museum? I really want to see that place because fucking... I'm not gonna say her name, but the P word is located there many dolls are so we're talking about dolls um we will doll. cover many of them and they will all and the, and the the what something I can't think of. there's so at the zach baggins hotel some of what jamie has listened to that she knows is there is the dibbick box dibbick i couldn't think of the fucking name <laughs> the haunted wine cabinet um miss p the doll miss robert p- Oh my god, I can, all I can think about is Miss Pearl from Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> that is not who's there. Um, if I called her that, do you think she'd kill me? Um, I think you'd end up having to write her a letter saying you're sorry. Does she like gifts? She does. Actually, uh, it's known that a lot of people send her candy uh, as her while candy. telling her they're sorry. They'll send letters, because in order to go see her, you have to tell her lo- hello and, and say, say that you are not here to hurt her, everything's good. Don't ask her questions. Do not ask questions. If you do, you're inviting her to do things. And then you also have to say goodbye. She What has... if I say, would you like some candy? Well, maybe I'm too do... scared because the Dybbuk box would be like, yes! Well, it's not the Dybbuk box. It's like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Dybbuk box. It's, um, different, like, I don't remember what they're all called now. Different, um, like, EVP-type devices. Yes, I forgot. Um, it's not a Dybbuk box. The Dybbuk box is a wine rack, which fits I want us. one. Can I have my own Dybbuk box? No, <laughs> Can because Can I make a when... replica? Sure, but when Can you I learn... keep it in the house? <laughs> Maybe. Fuck. No. <laughs> uh, well, with the history of the Dybbuk box, it makes sense to be able to keep a replica in the house because we listened to the we episode. We finish it. Oh, we didn't. No. I also don't even think Em and Christine fully cover why the Dybbuk box is like that. Yeah. I don't remember. We'll have to find out. But also, you're not working in my department right now, so we can't find out. I also don't know if I'm supposed to come in at 7 tomorrow or not, but I feel like it's yeah. really late to text Marissa. No, you do. Because if not, you'll come to my department. Remember? <laughs> so, where I am in my notes, I got all the way through the, um, the beginning of the castle. So, through his childhood, through his early adulthood, through all three of his, two of his wives, kind of. He has three. Multiple wives. Yes. At the same time. Oh. Yeah. I only knew about one. Really? Oh, we'll get into it. Um, we get through some of his scheming, some of his murder, and we may get into part of the meat and potatoes before we really get into it. We might have, like, two shorter episodes, because also, I didn't get to finish my research, because there is so much. There are two books on this. Well, there's more than two, but two that are important to today are, um, I don't remember his name. I think it's, like, Brian Larson. Uh, Devil in the White City, which is like half and half goes through, which I have, but it's can like I half borrow? and half. Yeah, you can borrow it. Oh, thank God. Goes through homes, building his castle, living his life, doing his things. And also, at the same time that Holmes was in his prime, quote unquote, there was also the Chicago World's Fair. Yes, and I know about that. Which was like four, five, six city blocks long, okay? It was ginormous, which, but the book goes through the architects building the fair. So I've given the trigger warnings, and now let's just, let's get into it. As M would say, let's crack into it. Crack! Crack, crack, cocaine! <laughs> so, we're going to start this by talking about a lovely Georgiana yoke. Do you know Georgiana yoke? I have. I feel like I've heard the name. Okay, well, you'll find out who she is later. She was born October 17th, 1896 in Cook, Illinois, to John Thomas Yoke and Mary W. Toner, which, a little weird, her dad was 30, her mom was 19. Oh. A little ew, but also it's the 1800s. Okay, but the, like that's also the excuse of it. It was a different time. It still wasn't right, but yeah, it was a different time. <laughs> um, so, and also from sources, without reading, there is a book about her life um, that, because most of, spoiler alert, he was she's one of Holmes's wives. Most, all three of his wives are spoken as being like prostitutes and these really weird women and not victims of his schemes which is what she was, what they all were. Um, 
And so I can't fully tell if she was from Indiana or Illinois, but from most sources, I saw Cook, Illinois. So I'm going to go with Illinois. Okay. Um, and as I was saying, many sources name her as like a prostitute or like a conspirator to his crimes. When really, she was from like a really hardworking religious family. So no surprise. She takes her time and Chicago at the time was known well for this, but she... Moved to Chicago to make money, which I would assume would either be for her or her and her family. Um, and she worked in a department store. Well, all of a sudden her boss is showing an interest in her. And he's this nice, rich, like charismatic man. And so, no surprise, this guy probably courted her for a little bit, but she was smitten. Mm-hmm. And they got married January 17th, 1894. So... So, no surprise, she goes to the, this department store. A department store? Ooh. And she, she starts... Fancy. I know, right? And she starts talking to this nice, like, he's rich. <laughs> he's Great rich. Bert. He's rich. He's charismatic. He's Ooh. like, exactly what you want in a man. He's got a handlebar mustache. He's got everything. And Never trust a man with a mustache. No. My dog Honest. will tell you the same. Yeah, honestly. Facial hair is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly, not surprisingly, I'm pretty sure that was her boss. So then, oh, come time, they get married January 17th, 1894. But, but, this marriage didn't last very long. No. Because all of a sudden, he wants to go traveling the country. So they're driving around to having a, a good drifter. time. Well, no, just wants to see the, see the world. He's rich. He's got to go explore. He's got to do his stuff. So she's on her way with her new boo when all of a sudden they're stopped. I'm not sure where. I'll have to find that out. No, uh, haha, I found out. I wrote it. <laughs> I found out. <laughs> I wrote it down. They're stopped and he's arrested for insurance fraud in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Literally, come to find out, her husband, who's named Herman Webster Mudgett, which she doesn't know, she knows him as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. And this is his third wife at the same time, because he's also married to Clara A. Leving and Murda Z. Belknap. So, like, did marriage just, like, not have a, it was not a thing at, like, was, you no. just marry whoever the fuck you want? Not at the same time. There was no regulation? Oh, there was. Oh, he, he changes identity all the he time. He changes his names, he does different things, he'll say things, and it's just believed as true, because That no was what it. the regulations weren't on as much back then, was the identity fraud Because also, you'll come, to, you'll come to find out a lot of this is in different places, different states. Different states don't talk to each other. So it's word of mouth. Now, let's get into Mr. Holmes' life. Mr. Holmes. Aging. I feel like I would have fell for his bitch ass. Oh, I would have. Have you seen pictures no. of No. You what? haven't? No. Oh, we're going to have looking? to. For the time? For yeah. The time. Okay, but like I'm obsessed with like old-timey style men. Like. Oh, no. We got the mustache. We got the bowler hat. We got the blue eyes. <gasps> <laughs> He's decently tall. He's like rugged businessman. You know damn well I would have fucked that. I would have hit it so hard. I would have been dead. 
I would have been in the gas chamber. Not even. I just would have been dead. He killed a lot I of people. I would have been disembe- disen- disen- dismembered. Dismembered. Were you trying to say disembodied? I was trying to say both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So his childhood. We're going to start from the fucking beginning. So, Holmes. He was born Herman Webster Mudgett. Mudgett. On, yeah, Mudgett. Mubbit. I wonder why he changed his name. No shit. <laughs> on May 16th. 1861. Wait, so what zodiac sign would he be? Me? I'm look it up. Mm. I want to say it's like a fucking... I think... It's right after Pisces. I think he's an Aries. Stop. He might He Wait, might be May right 16th. at the end of an Aries. May 16th. I think he's right at the, like the cusp of Aries. Uh, maybe into Taurus? He's a Taurus. I thought so, cause I I know my mom. My mom's an Aries, and that's April fourteenth. I'm gonna say my boyfriend's an Aries. <laughs> yeah, my mom's an Aries, so I'm like Taurus is after. He has my to be a Taurus. My mom's an Aries too. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> that is weird. We basically weird. have the same life, just different. Cause you're a Leo. That's yeah. why it's different, and I'm not. What are you What are you trying to say? <laughs> What's wrong with Leo's? I'm not outspoken. That's what's... <laughs> I'm outspoken? How so? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. Alright, so he was born in Gilmanton. Gilmanton? Gilmanton? Gilman- Gilmanton. I think so. New Hampshire! <laughs> to a wonderful Levi Horton Mudgett and Theodate, or Theodot, Paige Price. And, oh my god... I don't like her name, and I don't know how to say her first name, and she doesn't deserve to have her first name told. So I'm going to say Paige. That's her middle name. Wait, can I see it? It's Theodate. Like Theodate, Theodate. Theodate. I think so, but I'm not going to mispronounce it over and over, so I'm going to say Paige. We are not cultural. <laughs> culture. Well, also, it's... I don't know where she's from, but it's the 1860s in... New Hampshire. So, she could have any sort of type of background. I don't know. We don't find out. Okay. So, he was privileged, especially when it came to money, and he lived in a really nice house. Which is what I posted on our Instagram. I was asking people if they knew what house he grew up in. And just so you know what it looks like. That's I mean, what it, it's a nice-ass house. I know. It's not like Victorian like I was hoping. No, but it's large. It is large. It is It is a large house, and those add-ons if are you, an add-on, so those were there. If you want to see it, go to our Instagram at witchesgetstitchespodcast. Podcast. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Shameless plug. Sh- shameless. Go. Shameless completely. Shameless. It's like a Pokemon. Shameless plug. Go! <laughs> <laughs> so, as we know, his or, or as I know, you don't know this, but you'll find out what you do know. His parents were devout Methodists. And this is, as you know... That's like religious as fuck, right? They were highly religious. And so they're like, top tier. Never heard a fly. Pillars of society. Okay, but can we talk about something fucked up real quick? I what? used to rip the wings off flies and see how long they could live afterwards. <laughs> I'm That's serial killer shit. That is. <laughs> I used to injure moth wings because I wanted to keep them and then they'd die. Okay, but mine wasn't like But that I, was on the playground. You remember those little containers they like used to used to let you keep your teeth in if you lost your teeth at school? I would rip the wings off the flies. Would you there, put them in there? But then I'd put them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but the preserving the body. I was like really into taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had to bring that so, up. So, as I was saying, they're pillars of society, devout, extremely sure. religious. Extremely religious Methodists. No, they complained of absolute 100% complete obedience out of their kid. Um, And if not, you'll find gosh. out. Not even. Oh, worse. <laughs> so, sorry, Holmes. Paige, she was cold. She generally, she definitely used like the Bible and religious teachings as a parenting book. Um, that, Thou that, shall honor thy mother and father. That's literally like the only <laughs> fucking verse I could. Re- so really, for Herman, and I'm gonna call him Herman until we get to him changing his name. <sighs> He's Herman Holmes. He's not Holmes yet. He is Holmes. Not necessarily. To me. Well, he kind of is. Just wait. Forever in my heart. <laughs> my Valentine. So, this really was a match made in hell for Herman because his dad was so. Don't you mean a match made in heaven? No. Oh, okay. I meant a match made in hell <laughs> because Levi, his dad, was. This is, <laughs> this is not ASMR hour. This is not it. I almost burned the shit out of my hair. Don't do that. So, Levi, his father, was an alcoholic. Same. Just kidding. Kind of. Only on Tuesdays. Only on Tuesdays. That was physically abusive to Herman and had extremely disciplinarian ways of parenting, as per the Bible and religion. Sadly enough, um, his dad often used... Long-term starvation and isolation. Starvation? Okay, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Wait, no, that's isolation is what I'm thinking of. The closet. Have you ever seen Carrie? I have, but I guess not enough. His dad often used starvate long- Vase food there. What? Vase food there. What is- I know what that means. Shut the fuck up. Um- I learned how to say a phrase in Portuguese from my boyfriend, and I can't stop saying it. And now that's all you're going to say. Mm-hmm. So, long-term punishments. So, not eating for days on end. Complete isolation for, like, days on end. And also, when Herman... I by myself. You did it by yourself. It's called an eating disorder. It's called mental illness. Okay. It's a thing called mental Is that the illness. Commentary we're looking for. <laughs> yes. When Herman or any other children around Levi cried, he would quiet them, quote unquote, by holding a kerosene rag over their face. Kerosene, as in like gas, oil, a rag that over their make mouth. Sense. I mean, I. They'd inha- <laughs> I know it smells bad. No, they'd inhale it. And it would, like, make them pass out. Because it would be soaked in kerosene. He'd hold it over Couldn't their mouth. Could that, like, cause cancer or something? It can cause a lot of problems, okay? A lot. Because you're inhaling kerosene, which was, like, kerosene lamps. Well, oil lamps. Well, yeah, that's why they don't have those anymore, right? Yeah, they're not good for you. And he'd hold a soaked rag in front of their faces to quiet them while they're crying. Because children can't How cry. How old were these children? Toddlers. Children, children. So then, in order to escape this abuse, Herman would run to the woods, trying to get comfort. 
And guess what he did to obtain comfort in the woods? Slaughter animals. Dissect them. Herman started dissecting animals in the woods. And this kind of, like, was, like, dabbling in, like, getting ready for his obsession with, like, anatomy and death and dead things. And I also, I don't want to think about it, but I don't know whether the animals were alive or dead. Yeah, At least Dahmer did roadkill. Yeah, these, we don't know if they were alive or dead when he was dissecting them. It doesn't say. I don't know. I just don't know how you would dissect a live animal depending on how big it was. I don't know. So, I'll tell you what he moved on from. There's a progression. Um, so also, so his parents sucked. They were, they were really bad. And so he tried, he went to school. Right? And you'd think, oh, he gets a break from the abuse at home of kerosene rags and starvation. No. Schools that day were just as worse, though. Especially, like, well, religious yeah, because schools. He, I don't know if it was religious, but he had an insane fear of doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, because in the 1800s, doctor's offices were, were terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> all the tools, all the instruments, like... Medieval fucking torture. Basically, and no pain medication at all for anything. He was terrified of doctor's offices, as we've said. The tools, the contraptions, everything there absolutely terrifying so one day i don't know how this happens while you're at school but his classmates like multiple of them decided oh we're gonna go fuck with herman we're gonna mess with him so they take him to a doctor's office and like forcibly take him inside and hold him down like the nurse's office no a doctor's office how i don't know i really don't but one day they take him in there and they are like oh we're just going to put some skeleton hands on your face. I remember hearing about this. And at this time, there were no fake skeletons. Every single it one. Was, they were real. Yeah. Yeah. So, as this is happening, he's sitting there, and the hands get put on his face, forcibly, mind you. And he's like, oh. That's not so bad. I like this. <laughs> no, literally. He even, like, in his confessions later, said that that is where his obsession started. That's where it all came from, because those hands went on his face, and he was like, oh my god, this is it. That that was it. And that's what really went into, he was already, like, dissecting animals and stuff, but it went real deep. So, also, yeah, oh, Herman, feel bad for the child, not the adult. Oh, no, I already know this. I know. (laughs) So, also, in more of his... confessions later on in life which he he wrote a lot of letters and confessions after he was caught um and in one of these he talked about how so around this time the great chicago fire happened oh i did a project on that in school yeah we'll talk more about it later um that specifically but so he sees all the news about this obviously there's not the tvs but he hears about it And he starts fantasizing about his parents' skin melting off their bones in a house fire. Really, he took all of this trauma and just was like, all right, we're going to go in a big group hug and take this into my adult life. Lovely. And we're not done with his childhood. There's more. So he was dissecting animals in the woods to study their biology. That was his quiet time, his me time. Let's hang out, have fun without my parents' abuse. Like when I crochet. 
Yeah, but so he started with reptiles. And then over time, he went on to mammals, like rabbits, and then dogs. So with this, as a child cutting up all these animals, he really honed in on his flesh cutting skills. And on top of this, it really doesn't help his interests because during this time, doctors around the nation were really, really interested in like learning about human anatomy. But also it was frowned upon to like cut up bodies and corpses because that was like religiously, it was just a don't do it. Just grave desecrating. Yeah, you're desecrating the body, desecrating the grave, so don't do it. So these people, these doctors and scientists would pay grave robber, like petty criminals, to like dig up these bodies and these graves to cut them open and learn about their anatomy. And so much so to the point everyone was so fascinated they started displaying cut open corpses in like front windows of doctor's offices. Okay, but have you heard of the Death Museum in San Francisco? Is it San Fran- San yes. Jose? San California, San- but yes. California San something. But somewhere, but yes. I want to go so bad. I'm so mad I didn't get so to go I. when I was in California. Also like body farms. I'm donating my body to a body farm. I might. I'm considering it. I don't know. Why be cremated when I can rot in a very special way? For yeah. research. That's true. They have researched a lot of things, though. And also, there is a really bad body farm that did a lot of really bad things. I want them to do fucked up things to my body. And no, like fucked that. up things for like their own pleasure, not for science. Oh, no, not like that. There are some really bad body farms. about, like, see how, like, to, like, confirm, like, like, where and how decomposition and, like, and all that, yeah. And, like, uh, like serial killer yeah. cases, like, if a body was to go through this, this, and this, is this how it What's would decompose? What's gonna happen, yeah. What would happen? Like, I want them to do that to my body. Which is what they're supposed to do. Which is fucked up, but also science. Yeah. So, anyway. there are also rumors that when he was a child, at 11 years old, he had a best friend. Named Tom. I had a best friend named Tom. Did you really? No, I'm lying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they were exploring an abandoned building. Okay, that sounds like me. Cool, yeah, but Tom fell off a landing and died. And so they're not, no one is sure he never admitted to this, whether he fell or if Herman pushed pushed him. And then later on, when he was asked about Tom's death, because this was his only childhood friend, he never had any other friends. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder. And this is up until the hey, age of... Hey, go dissect some reptiles with me? Honestly. It'd be a really fun after school activity. Maybe Tom did. You never know. I don't have a lot of information about Tom. But they were exploring this Tom building. He was. I'm just fucking Everyone knew he was real. (laughs) He fell. He died. And then later on, like, afterwards, people were asking Herman, did he, like, feel how he felt about his death? If he was sad. Like, what's going through his head? This is your only friend. See where his organs were. No, he... That's not it. But he said, I'd prefer to be alone. Same. So he killed his best friend to be alone. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. 
We don't have any confirmation. So that was him as a baby. Now as a... <laughs> he was like, stop fucking following me, Tom. Shove. <laughs> when really he was following Tom because Tom was looking over the landing and he shoved him off. <laughs> stop fucking following me. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So then as a ripe... Yeah, I know, right? At the ripe old age of 16, young adult, he met his first wife, Clara Leving. Wife? How fucking old? He was 16. She was also a teenager. I don't know her full age. Don't you have to have a parent's permission? Not in the 1800s. Since I thought that was just like a... No. Okay. There were children getting married off at like 14. Um, So he's 16 and he meets his first wife, Clara Levering. It's like, boom, Gladys, that... Let's oh, fuck. That's <laughs> Eliza That's what that's from. So, Clara was the daughter of a wealthy farmer. And so, Holmes was like, oh, your dad has money? I'm gonna get some of that money. Marry My me. My daddy has money. So, I honestly, I was looking for more about Clara. <laughs> wow. But I didn't really learn much other than the fact that she married Holmes. Like, I don't even... There's speculation on whether she had a child. I don't fully know. Some sources say she had a son with oh, Holmes. that poor child. With Holmes, yeah. It's Holmes' child. But I'm not really sure. And so, continuing... Holmes ended up going, deciding, oh, I've been working. I'm sitting here with Clara, my wife. My this bitch lo- is boring. My lovely wife. But I'm bored, so I'm going to take her money. I'm going to take her money, her parents' money, and go pay for my tuition at the University of Michigan Med- Medical School in Ann Arbor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just run off with her Why money. Why do I like the sound? What is Ann Arbor? I feel like that's a band. Ann Arbor is a city in Michigan. No, I know, but, like, I think it's a band. There's a song by this band called Ann Arbor, some, or something Ann Arbor. I have to look it up. Continue. <laughs> I'm distracted. I'm like, Ann so, Arbor, that sounds familiar. While like he's that. in school, he took his time studying cadavers. And decided, oh, well, I'm just studying these dudes, and I'm taking my time for this. I need more bodies to, to dissect and to, and work on. So he started grave robbing. Uh-huh, like anyone would do. And then started a scheme that, oh, if I take these bodies, I go into an insurance office and have a fake name of my own name. And I'll tell this insurance company, I want to take out a policy, and I want to name Herman Webster Mudgett as my beneficiary. There is a a gnat in her wine. I don't know where the gnats are coming from either. Not anymore. (laughs) I want to put... What? I figured it out. Okay, cool. So, he's like, I want to put this... He goes into an insurance office, okay? Okay. And he goes in as, say, John Smith. Fuck it. We're going to say that. Jack the Ripper. He goes in as Jack the Ripper. And he's like, hey, I want to take out a life insurance policy on myself and put Howard Webster Mudgett as the beneficiary. And then he takes these bodies from the graveyard and disfigures and dismorphs them so much you can't tell who they really are. And 
that'll be the person, the alias he went into this insurance company as, and he'll go collect the policies on these non-existent made-up people. Mm-hmm. That's what he did while he was getting his MD. Didn't he do that with, like, a friend or, like, a partner Nope. Friend? We're not there yet. Oh, okay. That's I'm, much I'm jumping later. ahead. This is him at, like, 18, 19. Oh, so he's uh, done this before. No, yeah, this is him uh, as a baby adult getting his degree. A baby serial killer. Making a bunch of money. And then, I'm not, again, I'm not sure if him and Clara had a son, Clara, Clara. And he's in, he's swindling these insurance companies so much to the point on one of his payouts, he got $12,500, which I don't know what that is in today's money, but it's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money. I would take that money as it is. And so he's almost done with med school. Fuck it. Let's leave his wife. Let's leave my wife. Adios, bitachos. You're not fun anymore. You're a boring bitch. We're done. I could get dick elsewhere. Literally. Not literally, but... What? Yeah. <laughs> he, I don't think there were rumors that he was gay. So, he got his MD in 1884, and also while he was in school, he went door-to-door as a book salesman. This was an, another scheme of his while he was in school. He was just a fucking con artist. Oh, yeah. There's even more. So, he goes door-to-door, and he'll be like, hey, if you pay for this book... Like, he'll show him how nice the book is. It's like a medical book. And it's like a pre-order. Like, hey, you pay for this? I'll come back and I'll bring you a book. So, like, a, a pre-order before pre-order was a thing. Before Amazon was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he'd never bring them the book. He'd just pocket the money. And never bring them a book. They'd never get any of it. They'd never see it again. Totally believable back in the 1800s. It was, though, because also he had the charm. He It's pretty much, like, in, out. He'd be like, hey, you want this? Like, oh, this looks so great. Oh, I have all this charm. I'm so nice and handsome. Take them. Let me take your money. I got this pretty mustache. Yeah, literally. I have this nice, handsome mustache. Like, give me the money. I'll bring you this book next week. Look at this pretty hat I got. Yeah, next time I come Buy to my town. book. Literally. I'll come to town. And I'll bring all these books and you can have a book. And never show up again. They never see him again. Well, he used an alias, so how the fuck would they know how to catch him? Yeah, he constantly used aliases. And by the time he graduates, he has his degree. And he decides, I'm done with the Mudget name. So, he changed... sounds like Muppet. He's like, I ain't no Kermit the Frog. No, I'm not a lowly little fucking small town New Hampshire boy anymore. I'm gonna change it to Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. Which, oh my god, there's so many H's in that goddamn name. Triple H! Literally, that's what I titled... That's what I'm gonna call... That's what I titled this document! We share a brain cell... So now he can use his wonderful knife, like, cutting skills and all of his skills and medical knowledge without any suspicion. So this is when he finally decides, let's move to Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Chicago. When the fact that I know you only know that from Victorian. I know, I was really hoping you'd say something. You don't actually know the play. Because it's real. That's a thing. Why do you think she was doing it? She did a play in the episode. I thought it was a joke. No, it's a real play. I don't think the song's real, but it's a real play. 
Oh, my uncultured stuff. Wow. This is still recording, right? I hope so. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Oh, and we're definitely going to be able to stop before the meat and potatoes. Oh, sweet. Okay. Gucci. Wow. I'm not even close. I still I'm have so another page. I want to know. I know. So, and Chicago at this time, they just bounced back from the Chicago fire. They're working on rebuilding because all, the reason the Chicago fire happened, which do you know a lot of the, you said you did a paper. Do you know any of the details? I spent a long ass time. I was like fourth grade. I did a fucking paper on the Chicago fire. Wow. It's okay. a long time. Okay. It's a long time. I don't remember why So like spark notes version of the Chicago fire. <laughs> all of the buildings in Chicago, because it was building so rapidly, like yes. it was expanding so my much. My mind is like slowly regaining memories. <laughs> All of the buildings were made out of this, like, cheap-ass wood. Yeah! And it was extremely flammable. The wallpaper, everything. There was some brick on, like, the outside of the buildings, but, like, the base frame of all of these buildings was this extremely flammable wood. So, there's... They don't exactly know how the fire started. There's rumors that it was because of a cow. I love that. I don't know why, but a cow setting a fire in Chicago sounds great. Damn it, Bessie! (laughs) It's a cow bar. We gotta see cows outside. <laughs> Go see cows outside. <laughs> wow. Stop. <laughs> so one house or one building set on fire, and that set the entire city on fire. Well, and it just kept going and going because, because they had no ev- real means of putting out fires at that time. No, there wasn't really a fire department. It was the 1800s. There wasn't How really fire trucks either. Like no. fire trucks weren't a thing. They didn't just have tanks of water that nope. they could just fucking spurt out. Well, and every building in that city was so close together with the rapid expansion. Yeah. It's just one after another after another like like no you're stopping. ready to see a fireworks show. Like a big bonfire with a bunch of toilet paper in it. Like it's just going a whole oh, shit storm. Oh, you put pine needles in a bonfire? I that haven't. smells so yummy. That sounds so good. No, burning pine is like some witchcraft shit. I'm so sad that I can't remember it because it's perfect mention on this episode. Let me look it up real quick, what pine is. Um, because I'm going to have to mention it and we're going to have to keep it in. <laughs> can, can you burn pine needles? Yes, you can burn pine needles, but you really should avoid it. Why should Potential you? Potential health hazards. Pollution's concerned. I'm not I'm looking at like the witchcraft version. Okay, I can't find it, so we can cut up all of this. <laughs> this is my emotional support water bottle. I need an emotional support water bottle that I actually like because every everyone keeps buying me these water bottles, and I'm like, cool, so sweet but of you, but there's uh... none there's none that I actually want to carry around that I can find because I've been getting really dehydrated at work lately, and I'm like, oh, I, I need know. an emotional support water bottle. okay so with the city burning down rebuilding of the city after the great chicago fire brought really the start of skyscrapers they were able to take this absolutely destroyed city and experiment with like harder materials stronger sturdier stuff taller buildings really and they brought in architects from like all over the country all over the world to build these really good, sturdy buildings, which I'm pretty sure a lot of them are still seen today. Yeah, I think so. At least I'm sure. I'm that. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Chicago drew in a lot of per- people during the 1800s. It had a pretty big railway system running through it. Um, and it was like, I would consider it like a midway point to the west. Because Chicago's about halfway there. It's like Iowa. Like, I was, Des Moines was kind of a stop. But Chicago really, really was a stop. Mm-hmm. So, the idea here is women were really attracted to Chicago. Because... Chicago! <laughs> well, actually, I think that's what that play was about. Because Chicago hired a lot of single women. That makes sense. A lot of places around the country didn't really hire single women. You needed to be married. Yeah, you had to be married. Because you don't have a life otherwise. If you're not married or, like, even, like, widowed. Like, you had a husband, but he died tragically. No, you're your dad's property. You're your father's property. That's it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, there were a lot of jobs, like typography, stenography, there were a lot of things that, like, quote-unquote women could do in the time. So, so many single women went to Chicago looking for jobs and to make a living, and there were a lot of apartments, and again, the city was booming, it was fucking going. Bopping. (laughs) So once Holmes got to Chicago... He found this, this like, grocery department store kind of thing where he started working for a woman named Holden. Mrs. Holden. Let me guess. Fourth wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's only on wife number one right now. As our army of wine bottles rattles. <laughs> <laughs> so, he so graciously agrees to help Mrs. Holden out in her department store because she has to care for her sick husband who's dying of cancer. Of course. So all of a sudden, her husband has died. He's helping her out. He's working through stuff. And he goes and he's like, hey, you've been through a lot. You're pretty old. Do you want to, like, retire? I'll take over the I'll take over the department store, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'll do this stuff for you. And all of a sudden in the business world, this woman just up and disappears. So all these business people come asking, like, where the hell is she? Where'd she go? And he's like, oh, she decided to move to California. California. She wanted to have a great time, go retire. She sold her business to me so I Don't could run you it. Know. Yeah, so I could run it for her and she'll just hear about it. She'll be in the background, like a back, like a background business owner. She's probably dead. I, w- I would assume that she's dead. She died a while ago. He's in Chicago. He's got this business. Mrs. Holden has disappeared. Moved to California. She's just gone. So around this time, he meets a wonderful Miss Myrtabelle Knapp. I had spelled her name as Myrtle in these notes many times, and then I had to go back and fix it. And Myrtle was born in October of 1862. Again, I couldn't find a lot on her. I didn't even get a full birth date. To John and Lucy Belknap. And apparently his type was blonde hair, blue-eyed, and had were, were described as having a lush and voluptuous body. That was his type. <laughs> so not you. <laughs> not me. Holmes? Damn. <laughs> good, though. That's good. Because maybe you might have had a chance, as long as you didn't stay at the hotel. You know I would have. <laughs> So would I. I'd totally go to Chicago for the World's Fair. Get a job. Be a strong, independent woman. I'd have done it. And I would have died. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
Holmes met Murda in Minneapolis, Minnesota, while he was on a business trip. He went on a lot of business trips all over. He ended up having, like, a lot of mistresses, a lot of women he slept with, like, so many different things. He was very charismatic, and it was like, you wouldn't know that something was wrong until you were done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, he met Murda and continued to meet her in this very unconventional courtship until he finally asked for her hand in marriage. And, uh, by proxy, got a lot of her parents' money. Because her mom, her her dad, was a really well-known pharmacist. Give me them drugs. Honestly? That, how do you think he did a lot of his work? We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to tag you. We're almost there, okay? Don't worry. So. Murda. Murda. He met Murda. So what? The name's just... Oh, yeah. It goes from Clara to Murda to Georgiana. That's horrible. Georgiana's the best of the three, honestly. <laughs> so, he takes her money, takes her parents' money, and decides to move to, to, like, Murda agrees to move with her new hubby as they got married to Chicago. Things didn't go very well. They didn't last long. And as she is helping Holmes with the drugstore, drugstore, that she got from Mrs. Holden, she starts to get uncomfortable because she sees he's getting a lot of female attention from his customers. I wonder why. And he he just real good looking for the times. Like everyone wanted him. So over time, she's she's helping him in the drugstore, and finally he's like, "Hey, why don't you go do this stuff?" So he's not she's not really in the drugstore, but she's doing like the books, and she gets really depressed. And starts writing, writing letters to her parents, who soon move from Minneapolis, Minnesota, to Wilmot, Illinois. It's closer. They get to see their daughter more. Well, soon after that, in about 1887, 1888, she gets pregnant with Holmes' child. And another she, one? I don't know if it's another one. That's the thing. I don't have confirmation of if... Um, Clara had a child or not. Okay. I don't fully know. I didn't really get an answer. I looked at multiple sources, and a lot of them didn't mention a child. But some of them did. So I really don't know. So she is with child, as of the times you would say, and decides, okay, her and Holmes are like, it's best if you move in with your family. Go move in with your parents. See how that goes. So she moves in with them. In Wilmot, Illinois, and gives birth to a Lucy Theodette Holmes. That poor child. Really, because Theodette is from Holmes's mother's name. Wow. Theodate. 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 And really, she was a horrible mother, so she shouldn't have her name. I want. Wow. Continued. A horrible mother. She married Holmes. I can't imagine she's. Any. No, I mean, like, Myrtle's pretty good. We don't hear a lot about her after this, but she's decent. She but has a she child. married Holmes. But also, she, she just sees this man that comes and visits her from Chicago and, like, really cares about her. And then she moves in and, like, wow, he's got a lot of bitches. So <laughs> she's like, let's go. But, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. So then she gives Oof. birth to Lucy, little Lucy. 
And it's Lucy Theodette because Lucy's her mom's name. And Theodette's his mom's name. Mm. So, like, it's cute, but Basic. he's not cute. So, it's not cute. I mean, cute. he kind of is. <laughs> not cute in what he does to women. <laughs> no, but... So, he'd visit his girls from time to time, and it was really random. Like, the nature of his visit, visits, like, it was really quick. And they didn't last long, and they were really, like, they never knew when he was going to show up. And he would always blame these visits on, oh, I'm busy with work. I got a lot going on. And finally, he just decided to stop showing up. And this is when he's sitting here, and he's looking, and he's like, oh, I got this nice drugstore, but, like, there's a really nice plot across the street. It looks really good. So, in the, in, I'm pretty sure it's the Inglewood neighborhood of Chicago, he's looking and he's like, hmm, I think I might want to sell this drugstore, which was also, like, a pharmacy, too. I think drugstores and pharmacies were, like, the same thing back then. Yeah, they pretty much were. So, he's sitting here and he decides, oh, he decides he's going to sell this pharmacy. He finds someone to buy it. And they're like, okay, cool, I'm going to pay for this. And I'm going to sign these contracts, but I'm going to go and collect my family before I move here and take over this pharmacy. And he didn't read the fine print well enough because when this guy came back to take over the pharmacy that was previously Mrs. Holden's, um, when signing the agreement, uh, that didn't include any of the interior or the fixtures of the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Holmes took all of it. Uh and moved it across the street to his own new pharmacy which he was building well also like he built this nice new pharmacy across the street on the first floor of a soon-to-be three-story building that took up an entire block three stories was a lot for the time wasn't it well like it was in the time of skyscrapers so chicago was definitely used to three stories but being an entire block it was like Probably, like, a quarter mile kind of block. It was huge. Yeah. It was absolutely ginormous. And, like, buildings that covered that much ground was not super common. It was a lot of small buildings next to each other. Like, really crammed tight. Not one giant, like, block-long building. And he Mm. used all the money from his previous schemes, getting money from Mrs. Holden, and the money from this guy who thought he was going to have this nice, ready-to-go pharmacy because his pharmacy... basically stripped building is what Really? Because he was like, wow, he looked and saw that Holmes was making so much money mm-hmm. from this pharmacy by scamming people, but he didn't know that. And so he's like, wow, I'm going to move in and it's going to be great and I'm going to have so much money and everything's going to be awesome and my family's going to be taken care of, but then he comes from wherever he collected his family and finds out it's a completely empty store absolutely stripped Stripped all of it across the street at the new pharmacy (laughs) so now there's a competitor and this guy's fucked he just paid for this this piece of building and it's it's done you're not going to get anything out of it because Holmes is so well known in the business community now that you're going to get nothing out of it there's nothing there that's it yeah that's so his life is ruined. Another life. We don't even know how many so far. No. Absolutely no idea. 
there's really no concrete answers on everything here. And this is when I have, with, with what I have been complaining to Jamie about, not getting to, which we will get into next week. <laughs> the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. The potatoes and gravy. Of the murder castle and him getting caught and the entire downfall of that all the way down to his last meal and his last words. Which, funny enough, I only have... last meal was super bland, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Which, I only have half the research done for. It's not even finished. (laughs) But we'll get into more. We will. We'll get there next week. I love that I guessed it before even your fucking... I'm not surprised. (laughs) I figured you would. I kind of had a feeling throughout the week that I was like, she's going to do H.H. Holmes. Especially with, like, the basic bitch that I was talking about. It was just like, damn, you knew it was going to be fucking, like... I don't even know that much. And, like, like I learned a lot from what you have Well, said. yeah, by the sounds of it, you didn't know anything about his childhood. No. And that's and not even... I know even... most of, like, the murder castle stuff and how he got caught, but not even... I don't even think you know all the details. Cause you I didn't, don't. Because I mentioned necrophilia and you didn't know it. No, I didn't know. And that's going to come in next episode. And it's very, a lot of it's rumored. But, like, there are specific it's lot, it's murders. It's worth mentioning, though. It is worth mentioning. And there's very specific people and, like, people that get involved with him that are really important. And even, like, just describing what happens and how this castle works is, like, a whole page already. Yeah. Um, so we're really gonna end up into it. (laughs) Um, I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be a good time. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on, and there's already... into it. We're only at, like, mid to late 20s. Like, maybe 30 years old. That's where we're at in Holmes's life right now. And that took us a while to get through. <laughs> so if you want the meat and potatoes, stay tuned for next week. Where we get into the meat and potatoes, which we're probably going to record this week anyways. Yeah. <laughs> because it needs done. It does. And we have Thursday off. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess we'll find out. What, what are you thinking about this? How are, how are you feeling? There's a lot that I ha- I don't know. I didn't know about his past before the, the murder castle. I think the biggest thing I didn't know, at least before, I had to I had to read Devil in the White City in middle school or early like early high school, I think. So I didn't realize that he had a different name. Before I knew that. I knew he used a lot of aliases and a lot of different names, and I know that his original name was not Henry Howard. Holmes. Holmes, yeah. For the longest time, though, I will say for me, I didn't really know that his name was Henry Howard Holmes. I've just always known H.H. H. Holmes because yeah. no one elaborates. No. But I also am really upset that they they go and do, like, the background of a few of his, like, victims, but really they don't go into his wives. No, they like, don't. Like, at that's all. something that's not really going into... Well, in a lot of sources, they're considered, like, prostitutes, and, like, especially Georgiana, because she was around when he got arrested, and for the trials, and she's seen as, like, a fucking co-conspirator, when she knew nothing. I will say, there's this one victim that I heard of that I can't remember if it was, like, maybe Jack the Ripper at the time, or if it was H.H. Holmes. Well, Jack the Ripper was in Europe. That's the biggest difference. 
It was something, but there's this body that was found basically dismembered all around Chicago or somewhere around, and it was connected back to H.H. Holmes or someone. I can't remember. That is something we'll get into next week. So there is something, it is related to him. There is a body that does get directly related to him. Um, I will say. And there's like this woman that, there's this woman that is involved with all of that. Yeah, that actually happens to be one of the wives' sisters. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not wrong on that. No, so that's you're like not wrong. that's like one thing that I read about that, that like, I can't, it's very vague. It was like very back in the day that I read about it. Um, it was just an article. And there were pictures. Um, There's just, pictures? You have found pictures? It was, it was a long time Cause ago. Because most I, of. I bet those pictures, they were like black and white. Okay. But they, I'm pretty sure they, they probably have been taken down by Most now. of what I've found is pictures of, like, what the castle looked like, and they've found blueprints. I found like his blueprints? Of, like, the Oh, now I want to find it. I know that sounds horrible, but I want to find it. But anyways, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to, is, like, I couldn't remember if that was part of this whole story or not. Oh, it really is. And it's a big part. They go into... It's like how he... It's part of how he got caught, isn't it? No. No. He got caught for something completely different. I know what he got caught for. He got caught for insurance fraud. I know. It has nothing to do with the bodies. Yeah. But you will find there. there's some stuff that goes on that, like, they were suspicious of him. Mm-hmm. He was trying not to be suspicious, but he, he was, was sus. He was suspicious. <laughs> And they were, they were looking, and they were seeing what's going on, and there's some shady shit that we'll get into, but that'll all be for part two. Part on two, stay tuned for next week. H.H. Holmes, we'll get there, we'll get to the meat and potatoes. The murder castle. This was all the intro, this not was the just meat potatoes. <laughs> that wasn't meat, any sort of meat and potatoes at all, and I've been complaining all day that, like, I think my word count before the meat and potatoes was 15, 1,600 words. And we finally got to the meat and potatoes. So stick around till next week. Honestly, I think my dog's got a shit. So stay <laughs> spooky, bitches. I'm Jet. I'm, I'm not Jasmine. You're not Jasmine. <laughs> I'm Jamie. I'm Jasmine. And this is Witches Get Stitches. Bye, bitches. Bye.